This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Why do millions of Americans choose to sleep on Boland Branch sheets? Is it the 100% organic cotton? Is it that they get softer and softer over time? Customers can't stop raving about these sheets. And there's no better time to try them for yourself or give them to someone you love. Right now, Bolin Branch is offering their best deals of the year. And you can get their incredibly soft sheets at incredibly low prices. Just go to BolinBranch.com to shop their best deals today. That's B-O-L-L and Branch.com today. See site for details. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers, and you know what makes me mad? When insurance companies deny your claim for no good reason. That's why people call me. I'm the lawyer insurance companies don't want to deal with. Visit GoldfingerLaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Weekly Podcast. I have to remember which podcast I'm doing now because uh, 98% of my life is podcasting. For the week of April 16th, I'm your host, William Lou. I'm joined on the program by Asad. Asad, you have uh, made a really late push to become podcast MVP. You're like the Fred Van Vliet of the shit. Yeah, dog. Availability is the best ability. Yeah. You, you, you've even surpassed Harsh in the availability rankings. Yeah, man. Yeah, 82 games, LeBron James, 15 season. Mm. Aren't you only like 23? Yeah, it's yeah, it's LeBron James. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, the Raptors have won Game One. We are clearly going to the championship, and we're sweeping uh, the Wizards, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sweep. Bro, I have to commend you on the fact that you called 60 wins, and they had 59. Like. Man, it would have been sixty. It would have been sixty. It's just fucking. They, they, that was a foul on Jonas. It was. Yeah, it was a foul on Jonas. Yeah, easily. like fuck it. That was it. That was gonna be a seventeen game win streak. Mm-hmm. But no. Yeah. Bullshit. Yo, can you imagine if we had a seventeen game win streak? Yeah, man. Oh man. Imagine. But then again, imagine if you were like the number one seed in your conference, you had a 17 game win streak, mm. and then you were struggling with a team that played Jamal Crawford like heavy minutes. Oh man. <laughs> man, I wouldn't want to be in that position. Imagine if people crowned you the kings of basketball. Over the Warriors. <laughs> Over the fucking Warriors. Just because you, uh, your points per isolation plays really high. Yeah. Man. Yeah, that's definitely gonna work in the playoffs for sure. They've reinvented isolation basketball. Oh, well, um, you see this? It's unstoppable when they put James Harden uh, in a pick and roll with PJ Tucker at center. It's it's impossible <laughs> to stop that. You, you you what are you gonna do? Leave a shooter like PJ Tucker open or Luke Bouchard and Bob with? Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah, we'll sign up the Rockets later when we go to the finals. But um, for this podcast, we're pretty much just gonna take Twitter questions. Um, you know, it's between games one and two. Game one, the reaction podcast was was already like pretty extensive. Um, 
I watched over the film today, and honestly, aside from a ton of <laughs> John Wall lamp, brick lamps, um, you know, there was only a couple of things for the Raptors to clean up, like just better communication on those little like split cuts with the two bigs because Mike Scott popped free a couple of times. Um, John Wall got free a couple times and then, you know, Raptors switched and then they got into the post with the bigs over like Kyle Lowry or whatever and they scored. But mostly minor stuff. Honestly, the Raptors played pretty well in game one. And if they just do the same thing they did in game one and game two, um, obviously the three point shooting might come down a little bit, but just if they clean up just even around the margins defensively, I think that should be another win. But, um, Aside, what do you what do you think of game one? Just I thought it was generally? I thought it was fine. I was a little I was a little worried. I wasn't gonna lie that because um, the offense was working fine. They're getting good looks. The only thing I was worried about was Kyle Lowry's first shot bricked right off the back rim mm. on his three, and then Demar bricked his first free throw, and I was like, uh oh. Mm. And then there was a timeout. I think near the end of the first quarter mm-hmm. or the beginning of the first beginning of the second. And Kyle just took a three after the buzzer and straight bricked that one as well. Like it wasn't even close. Yeah, and I was like. God damn it, this could be dirty. But, uh, no, it was fine. I like the looks everybody got. We, like, basically did whatever we wanted on offense. It wasn't too much of a worry. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, at no point did you see DeMar or Kyle shitting themselves in a trap, which is really nice to see. Seriously. And, like, honestly, like, if, if you replace Norm's minutes with a Fred Van Vliet, mm-hmm. like, I don't even think it would have ever been that close, even in, even at halftime. Yeah. And, like, the most of, the thing I liked the best was, like, Every, like, out of the bigs, I think all the bigs had good stretches, which was mm-hmm. nice to see in their matchups. And, like, the the big lapses were just, like, defensively, and those weren't really that big. And it was just stuff that they can clear up with video. So, not terribly worried. Right. Yeah. That was great. It's 4-0. Sweep. 4-0 sweep. There we go. See? We were mad unconfident, and now we are... I mean, we. I mean, uh, well, maybe it was just me uh, and my Raptor woes, but... I mean, I'm still offering five dollars to anybody who barber slash will lose. So if you see him on the streets, you won't find me. Just just bar. You'll see him. His head is like. <laughs> just see the just see the, the the largest Asian with the largest head and smack him in the head. <laughs> Basically. And it, oh it, my it, god! You, don't do that! Don't do that! Don't do that! Just pray it's not like Mang Tea, but but tears and like that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you don't you don't you don't want no smoke with the Mongolians, bro. <laughs> God. Hit you with a crossbow. All right. Twitter questions. Um, yeah. I mean, look, many times we, we, I ask for Twitter questions, uh, and I don't manage the time well on the podcast, and I only get to like three or four. So this time, going to pull the Sean Woodley and really go into just a podcast full of Twitter questions and go to every single one of them. All right. So aside, let's start with the first one. From First Seed, why is DeRozan doubled more and harder than any other star in the playoffs? Uh, because it's worked before. Like, that's about it. I honestly, like, though, that's probably the one most, like, this opening weekend was the most, like, jarring thing to me. I was watching all these other teams play, and I'm like, holy crap, the Raptors are the only team that get, like, trapped, like, pieces of crap above the break. Like, I'm watching, like, all these teams are able to just walk into their sets. They're able to, like, dump the ball in, like, with one-on-ones. Like, I'm seeing all these, like, shooting guards get, like, one-on-one coverage and just kind of be able to do a dribble move into a mid-range jumper. And then you watch the Raptors, and it's like, why are there four guys above the break guarding us? Yeah. And they don't... it's kind of wild. And I'm like, well, that's kind of – that's ridiculous. Like, no wonder DeMar and Lowry aren't going to get that many shot attempts, let alone points. It's like, these guys – the ball's being forced out of their hands. 
but that's not really an issue right now because our team's actually really freaking good. So that actually helps. Yeah, that definitely really helps. Um, to have a supporting cast that can step up, you know, like I think that was the biggest thing. Like, you know, the, the stars move the ball, and when they passed it, people actually scored the basketball in advantageous scenarios when they had numbers, and I just was not used to that. Uh, oh, wow, James Harden really going off. James Harden pointing to the floor and saying, this is my house. Relax, you're not doing Wade. Yo, Chris Paul's on the bench in a close game? Could not be Kyle Lowry. But, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Raptors, like, supporting guys. I mean, you got so many great performances from the supporting guys. And it was just it was just nice to see because that's a continuation of what happened in the regular season, man. Like, it wasn't DeMar and Kyle Lowry carrying this team to wins. Like, maybe you can count, like, 15, like, games where DeMar and Kyle, like, single-handedly dragged them to wins. But for the most part, it was a team effort. It was a collaborative effort. Um and it was nice to see the Raptors, like, maintain their current style going to the playoffs. But in terms of, like, why they're trapping, I mean, like, I think they just want to see the Raptors prove it, you know? And I think that's sort of the, ultimately the theme of the entire season and playoff run is, like, let's see the Raptors actually prove it. And in game one, they proved it. Yeah, that's basically it. Like, and I think they're going to keep doing it. I think some of the nice things to see was, like, um, even when DeMar got caught uh, without a dribble, like in, in the mid-range spots whenever he drove and drove. Hey, every time DeMar drives, there's help constantly. Constantly. Like, they didn't even let him get into a rhythm. Like, I think I saw DeMar take maybe one or two rhythm mid-range shots. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, two. he had two possessions out of a post-up where he was able to actually get down into, like, uh, low block or mid-block mm-hmm. and post-up. And it was like, wow. Like, that's – it was ridiculous because it would just be automatic double, all right, kick, start the rotations. But the one thing that would be nice, even when you get caught, is, like, you were seeing, like, the amount of activity. Like, Serge Ibaka coming in, like, making a cut to get to the dunker spot. Mm-hmm. He did, yeah. like, two or three times. And OG did the same thing, too. Automatic bucket. OG, on one of them, came down to the dunker spot and then turned around and dunked it in, in their face. Yeah, two OG's hands. really – he's a really good jumper off two feet. Like, he's just a standing leaper. He's, he's He finishes really strong on those. I'm always really surprised. The fact that OG is, like, a real one and not a shook one is amazing. Yeah. Bro, he had... He had him <laughs> saying the last time he was nervous for a game was, like, grade five or something is amazing. <laughs> that, yo, I can't believe he said that many words in a in a response in the first place. But, yeah, man, look, OG not being shook is, is really great because I always go back to this. So, OG had 12 points in the uh, in, in his first game in 22 minutes. And... Demar Carroll and Patrick Patterson combined for 13 total points in the Eastern Conference Finals or Eastern Conference Semifinals last year against Cleveland. Classless. You're right. You're right. How, could you? How could I? You're right. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy was coming out at that time. You know, you can't yeah, expect man. Patrick Patterson to be. It was. It was the Eastern. It was like the Eastern Conference semi- Semifinals. ECSF. That almost like EFS, bro. That's distracting. <laughs> that, that's too, way too distracting, bro. <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah. He was going back to back to back to back. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, seriously, the supporting cast of man was, was really nice to see. And, you know, in the first half, like, the Raptors could have gone nervous. Like, the stars weren't really scoring as well. There's no, wow, James Harden is killing it, man. Um, yeah, the stars weren't really, you know, um, shooting the ball as they normally would, but, like, they, they, like, the process of how they played was great. And then to see DeMar take over for the third, and the way uh, Lowry took over for most of the second half. I mean, Lowry just taking command of the offense and running th- these high-speed pick-and-rolls and 
um, finding open shooters and these drive kick swing sequences. I mean, the Raptors played beautiful basketball to get that win, and it, it, it the, feels really the second good. half. The second half, the one like the one adjustment I felt like maybe it was just the beginning of the third quarter, but the Raptors like they finally sped up the game. Yeah, in the second half, where Lowry made it like like you got back to regular Lowry, where he was like, I'm getting past half within the first four or five seconds of the clock. Mm-hmm. And we're getting the ball up right away, no matter made bucket, missed bucket. We're getting up, and we're getting an offense early. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just, it was so poetic that you go into halftime and Jalen Rose and Paul. I only got like a minute and a half into their halftime show, and I just switched back to TSN, uh, sorry Sportsnet, because like man, they were talking so much shit yeah. about DeRozan and Larry. I was like, I can't stand this. And then the first three minutes, DeRozan bucket three. Yep. Lowry <laughs> three after that. Lowry three. Surge DeRozan, three. Surge three. Yeah. DeRozan layup. I'm like beauty. This is like it was just perfect. Shut it all up. Yep. We're good to go. And I think ESPN robbed us by not uh, making Paul Pierce talk about the Raptors again after that. All I wanted was to see that man's face. Don't worry, we'll see that man's face and his yo bro. So he, ha- he has the worst glasses. He's getting that shit from like Hakeem Optical and shit, man. Oh, he's so bad at his job. He's awful, bro. But I mean, he just—he's just a hater. That's all. Like every show needs nah, a hater. He thought he was Kobe. Yeah, he thought he was Kobe. But he was really just Joe Johnson. <laughs> with, 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 Joe Johnson without Joe Johnson without balance. Oh my god. Yo, these Timberwolves are trash. Man. <laughs> They're really bad. Um, yeah. Why is DeRozan doubled more? Okay, cool. Next one from RG. What are the chances the Raptors make the finals? If not, what will be more disappointing? Slash, what loss would you prefer? Losing to Cleveland or losing to Philly? Easily losing to Cleveland. Losing no, to Philly would be devastating. I would not no. want to see that happen. No, no, no. Uh, A, I don't think they're going to lose to either of those teams. They're going to the finals. Okay, yeah. You're right. Now, whether they lose to the Pacers or whether they lose to the Sixers, I'm not sure. But wow. That's right. The Pacers I'm, are up one nothing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Hey, man. I'm just saying, if your star shoots seven for seventeen and goes like oh four from three and doesn't show up at home, mm. like what is DeRozan? Oh shit, that's LeBron's line. Woo! Mm. Talk to I'm me. just saying, like yo, why are we always getting this heat? But anyways, like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say, like I would, I think the Raptors are gonna make the finals. I'm pretty freaking confident. I I meant that even before the game one win, but right. like I'm I've been fairly confident about that. In terms of whether they lose to Philly or Cleveland, I'd rather. If they lose to Philly, that means they're in the Eastern Conference Finals. And I would rather they lose in the Eastern Conference Finals because if they lost to Philly, that means something. A, that's definitely going to be a long series, mm-hmm. like, looking at it. And I'm oh, Philly's really tough losing, right now, man. Like, if they're losing, they're not going to lose because they're going to look like shook ones. They're going to lose because it's just going to be an incredible series. Like, I don't see I don't see Lowry and DeRozan being shook by freaking Philadelphia. No, 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 no. So, like, if that's going to be a loss, it's going to be a competitive loss. So I'm not really worried about like being disappointed if they lose because mm. if they lose i have a feeling it's going to be it's going to be like one of those like like it won't be the same as okc golden state that seven game series but something along the lines where it's going to be a very competitive six seven game series and it's going to come down to a couple plays here or there and then you know people are going to say casey should get fired and jv should have played more in the fourth or some nonsense like that but you know we'll see how it goes i'm not too worried about that i'm not worried about being disappointed over a loss mm. it, Outside of like they won game one, so there's no more disappointment to be had in the loss. Yeah, look, I, I will. That I will was get our to, game seven, guys. I will. I will get you to that game seven. <laughs> okay, okay, Kyle. I'm so happy we won that because the slander would have been ridiculous. Been it would have been off the chain slander. <laughs> imagine if. Uh, thank you, Kyle, for delivering that win. Um, 
Yeah, I, I will. I might get to that level of confidence that the Raptors win this series in four or five, which they might. Honestly, can you imagine sweeping a team as I, the, as the goddamn Raptors? Well, yeah, before the series, I said like game one is probably going to be the closest that any of these games are going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the Raptors, as a team, the way they're built, they might not have the most top end talent, but they have the most talent in terms of like the amount of guys they can put out there. So the longer a series goes, the Raptors have more adjustments they can make than most of these teams. That's true. Which means they're going to end up coming across a five-man unit that can work against any of their opponent's five-man units that don't have LeBron James on them. Which yeah. is why I'm not really worried. So I was like, all right, like game one's probably going to be the closest because after that they're going to be able to figure stuff out. And then the next, the only other game that they're probably going to lose is like game three, which is that first home game yeah. the Wizards have, might have. And who knows, maybe John Wall turns into, you know, a reputable man and not a fraud. So Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens, but that's it. I, I have this at four or five games. All right. Another one from RG. Do you see Bebe becoming a regular part of the rotation in this series? Yo, I've been saying mm. Bebe. That is true. You've been saying that. Four weeks ago, I was Since on this podcast. time. And I told you. I'm like, yo, you don't know about Bebe. And then you laughed me out the, you laughed me out the room. I didn't. You can't. You can't. It's all over podcast. I can't make you do anything out of that room. <laughs> Oh man, no, I don't. I don't know if he'll be a regular part of the rotation. I think Casey's logic here is just like, yo, whatever, whoever's working best is gonna play. Mm. So if if Baby gets a couple, if none of the other bigs are working, you gotta toss Baby in there, and Baby's working, then he's gonna play. So I don't know what like the regular rotation, like the starters are gonna stay the starters, and then the bench is probably the most uh, malleable where but he might change it up. The only thing with with Baby in this series is that like. He, the Wizards want to shoot so much at the rim that like, like I've been saying this forever, right? You just got to protect the rim against the Wizards and then stay at home on their shooters, which actually isn't that hard to do. Um, because you don't necessarily need to involve more than two players in that pick and roll. And the Raptors like got caught sleeping a little bit, um, sagging off that and like leaving a couple shooters open. Um, so John Wall hit three threes, man. Yeah. John Wall hit three threes, but he also hit only three layups on 13 tries. Three layup, bro. That's like my attempt rate, man. <laughs> that's like Blake Murphy trying to hit a layup. Um, um, but yeah, Bebe's like length is like such a factor and an impediment at the rim that like it it really like g- generally speaking, I would say Portal is actually like as good if not better of a rim protector. But just because like Portal is more of a positional defender uh, and he's not he doesn't jump as high and certainly his reach isn't as high I don't know it's just something with Bebe like he's so lanky like it makes him look like it's he's just the hair he man it's maybe the hair yeah whatever it is man it's I think the yeah. hair. like people want to throw the lob and they're like I don't think I can clear it yeah yeah because they threw the lob a couple times uh, they threw it to Markeith uh, in the second half but I mean none of that was happening with Bebe Bebe was really good defensively so I, I also throws, hey actually maybe it's the thing you know the, the extra hair mm. even though it might not change the height that you throw the lob yeah, it does change the visibility for the guy catching the lob. So sure, you, you know, know maybe maybe that's it. That's what it is. Maybe it Alfred is Payton is onto something, man. Yeah, except he's six two, so everyone could just look over him anyway. <laughs> it's not a smart idea. All right, next one from Josh. Uh, was there anything in Game One that looked unsustainable slash worries you moving forward, or is anything is everything all good? Uh, well, I would say the three point shooting was a little bit uh. Ooh, I mean, was a, as good as it probably is going to get. But then again, at the same time, Lowry didn't get any attempts off, and he's like... And we didn't have Van Vliet. Yeah. So, like, those threes are just going to move around. So I'm not... Mm-hmm. Eh, even the three. Like, this is an average game for CJ. We'll say that yeah. much, right? 
Like, 407 is perfectly fine. Like, if CJ is CJ, it's fine. And the thing is, like, the thing is, if CJ is shooting, I don't, I actually don't know what Casey would do if CJ has an off game. Like, I'm assuming he just doesn't play him. Yeah, we just try to play more defense. Yeah. Which is fine, actually, because replacing CJ with a defender is worth at least, like, a couple points, like two or three points. Yeah, and I think that that lineup switch would just be that. Fred's in the lineup instead of CJ, right? Because I think we ran a, we ran a couple lineups where it was like regular starters and CJ instead of uh, mm. OG. I think I saw that a couple of times. Or it was it was two bigs and CJ and then Larry Drozen. But yeah, that's probably like the shooting. Maybe I think um, the, the the foul calls were really weird that game. Yeah, On every side. <laughs> it was it was really tight in the beginning and then like really loose in the middle and then suddenly very tight uh, at the end too. Because yeah. I think I thought Washington got a couple of calls where like they were just bailout calls, like they were shooting some like garbage man range shot, and then they would get a call. Yo, Wiggins, man, come on, Wiggins. We really believe this much in a guy from Vaughn. This is not a good thing. Oh man, you're 30 seconds ahead of me. Chill. Wiggins just dunked. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> the next play is gonna break a layup. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, Siakam hit a three. I think the three-point shooting, yeah, it will come down a little bit. But I think no, I'm not going to lie. See, when Siakam hit that three, I yelped. Yeah. Like, oh. I audibly yelped. Yeah. Dude, if Siakam hit a three, it's it's, it's over. It, it really is over. Um, yeah. I, but I, you know what, though? I will say the quality of looks that they got were really good. Yeah. And, like, we and like we saw, like, so, there was some bench shakiness that you could see. Like, like Pirtle, I think, was probably the shakiest looking. Mm-hmm. Of the bench unit, I think Delon early on in the game had some shaky moments where he's trying to figure out, and that's actually the one positive thing I will say as the series goes on. It's nice that we are playing the Wizards who suck ass and don't have a bench, mm. because as the series go on, our bench is just going to get more confident. And like, as much as like, yeah, we had 82 games of great bench. It's like the playoffs are a little different. Yeah, yeah. So and to they see are them young. get like these like quick little playoff reps out of the way against this shitty team that's going to get swept, it's really nice. Mm. I would also say that OG shooting is also a little bit unsustainable. But otherwise, I thought OG played great. Yeah. Yeah. And those are his shots, you know? Like, if he hits two, if he hits zero, if he hits three, like, it's all possible. So, I don't know. It's not like we shot, like, 24 threes or some shit. Like, it's not it's not something crazy has happened. Yeah. Um, all right, next one from Adrian. Uh, would this series be different if Jody Gerald Henderson Meeks wasn't suspended? Any chance to see a lineup with Ty Loft, Ty Lawson from the Wizards? Bro, come on, man. Look, in <laughs> Game Four when we're up by thirty at halftime, we might see Ty Lawson. Yeah, of course, Ty Lawson. Like that's why he's there. Well, I mean, well, Ty I mean, Lawson's basically there for insurance in case like Marcin Gortat punches out John Wall. It's it's definitely possible. It's definitely possible because they also have Ramon Sessions. Yo, what is this team, man? Why do you have Tim Frazier, Ramon Sessions, Ty Lawson, Thomas Sadoransky, and John Wall? And that's like half your rotation. <laughs> ah, man. Yeah, I, I don't think Meeks would have made that big of a difference because I think the Raptors' guards would be would have been effective in guarding Meeks. But I mean, also like who knows? La- last like that game, game one, like the like it wasn't even that the Wizards didn't attempt that many threes. They just didn't have many looks at three. Like, yeah. It wasn't like they were just breaking open looks. Like, they just did not. Like, the Raptors did a good job of running them off three-point line yeah. and containing. And maybe that has to do with John Wall deciding to use every single drive for himself and breaking layups. But, you know. It is that, what it is. 
Yeah, I mean, bro, come on, man. The Raptors is too good to be started with, to to worry about Jody Jody Meeks. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next one from P Dog. Um, are you worried about the rest of the playoffs if it takes the Raptors more than five games to beat the Wizards? What kind of question is this? Why are you guys so insecure? Come on, guys. I, I have many theories, but yeah, we uh, <laughs> we are insecure bunch, so most certainly. Come on, man. No, come on. Look, what 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 difference does that make? As long as the Raptors are healthy, they're fine. Like, you know, the Raptors are gonna be the Raptors. They, they've proven it all season. They're gonna play like themselves. They have a style, and if their players hit shots, the Raptors are unbeatable. It's yeah. really a fact. Yeah. I think I think you're seeing this like across the NBA, like even like the other matchups in the playoffs, where it doesn't really with the clutch turnover. Wow, yo, Yo. stop spoiling! I I still haven't seen this. Where are you at? I'm at Jeff Teagan batting the ball at 21 and a half seconds. Oh man, I won't tell you what happened, but I want to hear your reaction when when you see what Chris Ball does. Um. But yeah, I think we've been seeing it across like the playoffs in general. Is just like, oh my god! Mm. <laughs> Chris Ball, oh, it's a shook one, dog. He just threw the ball away. Yo. Just take the foul. He did this, dude. You did this three years ago, my guy. He just <laughs> shot two free throws too. Like, what are you afraid of? You don't have to be those. Oh man, come on, please, please. Oh my god, man, like. Imagine, imagine throwing away. Oh, Butler, what is, what kind of shot is that? Did you work on that shot? Dog, imagine throwing away an entire series lead against OKC three years ago and then still making the same piece of crap mistake. <laughs> Dog, PJ Tucker gotta slap this man. What? Bro, oh, man. man. This is great content. PJ Tucker really left the Raptors for this. He left Kyle Lowry for like, Chris Paul, bro. <laughs> to join Chris Paul. Man, James Harden balled out, and this is what, this is what the, they got a three-point win. <sighs> All right. That is such an awful shot. Oh, I my love, God. Chris Paul, man. I just I, I love seeing Chris Paul be miserable. It's actually it's just one of the best things, man. Just, Dog, why, did, why did Jimmy Butler... Dribble up to take a three, but decide instead of taking a pull up three, he was gonna turn his back to the guy first and then take a turnaround. Three. Yeah, it's I don't even know what that was. Yeah, the wolves are so dumb for me. Shout out to Charles Barkley. The wolves are, are shit, man. They're the dumbest team in the league. Yeah, well the Bucks are up there too. Although the Bucks finally played Giannis at five today and they look nice. Yo, they played Giannis at five and their offense actually looked like an offense. Yeah. <laughs> it was like holy crap. Because they don't run real plays. James Harden have forty four? And you all won by three at home? <laughs> Oh my god! This team is hot trash, man. man I can't wait. I can't wait to slap. I already got a text message in my group in my group DM saying "44 points, fire emoji." Like, come on, guys. Yeah. Uh, anyways, back to Raptors. All right, next one from. <laughs> hey, we didn't finish answering that question. <laughs> but it's. Fine. I mean, what, that's, what, what's the point of that question? If it takes Raptors more than five games to win the series, who cares? They win, they win. That's it. They're gonna win the series. All right, next one from. Uh, Angel, uh, I asked about valuing your best three guys over your bench in a playoff scenario earlier this season. I guess Coach Casey's approach is all about the bench this time. That's a statement. Okay. Yeah, that's not a question. Well, where's the question <laughs> part of that? Um, He's just stating what he asked. I, I, right. I, I guess, yeah, the Raptors didn't shorten the rotation. They didn't need to. Yep, didn't matter. Mm. Yeah, that's on I mean, it. 
Next one, uh, Tank Nation Raptors. Thoughts, thoughts on the whole man, Leo Round's meme on Real Jam. I haven't seen this. I don't really get it. But, what is it? I mean, I don't know. I only creep Real Jam. I don't have an account or anything. It's like if I'm really bored, I'll go on Real Jam and see what's up. Uh, you know, teach some memes. You know how that goes. Um, yeah. Yo, link me this. No, I mean, it's just like a running meme. Right? It's not like a one thing to do. But oh. apparently, like, sometimes Leo gets excited and he goes, Home man! Or something like that. Oh, true. And it's On the flip side, a... I don't remember if it was the Miami game or the game one. It mm. might have been the Miami game because, like, I've been sick this whole week. I don't actually remember. Mm. But um, who was it? Uh, crap. One of the, I forget who, they tossed it down to courtside. It was Paul Jones, Sherm, and, uh, and Leo. And mm. when they threw it down, they're like, oh, now down to the Migos. And I was like, yo, are these men's are the Migos now? <laughs> <laughs> yo, honestly, the TSM broadcast crew is, is generally <laughs> very awkward. <laughs> I was like, what? Throw it down to the Migos. <laughs> Sherm, Paul, and Leo. Mm. Oh, God. Okay. Let's take a real question. Mark R., how would you adjust JV's minutes in a proactive way after seeing how he got cooked in the PNR? Okay, can I, I'll say this. I don't think JV got cooked in PNR, and that's coming uh, from me, man. He did, really didn't get killed in pick and roll. A couple of times... He just fell asleep? He fell asleep, which happens, right? It was miscommunication between him and Serge allowed a couple of dunks to happen. That's, that's, that's stuff that you figure out in this film session you're good with, right? After you see that action like once or twice, it's not something that's going to be beating you all the time with. Um, the one stretch that JV did have really bad was that, um, in the third second. quarter there. No, second quarter or third quarter? It was After, the second quarter. Wasn't it the one where Marching Gortat had that like little cheap bucket and I want to slap JV across oh, the face? No, no, It was the one where Bradley Beal drove. Stopped, pivoted. JV was right there. JV is seven feet tall. This man, Bradley Beal, oh, is six four. And then Bradley Beal kind of pump faked in the last ditch attempt of like, all right, I'm a pump fake. If nothing happens here, I'm gonna kick out and we'll reset. For some reason, JV decided to jump on him, oh, <laughs> and then he yeah. gave him the N one. The next play down, um, his help with the rim was late, and I think Beal or Wall got a layup. And then the next play down. Um, he tried to go for like a layup. He missed, and then Gortat completely just beat him on a dead sprint down the floor, and Gortat scored in transition after his yeah, yeah. gave up a seven nothing run. And yeah, that was really bad on JV. But I mean, ultimately, I didn't think JV got killed that badly on pick and roll. I thought he was fine. Yeah. Like he wasn't great, but he's never gonna be great. Yeah. And I thought they also, adjusted his minutes. It's a lot easier for them. It's a lot easier for JV to guard the pick and roll because they they are dropping, and it's John Wall who's running all the pick and rolls. Yeah. So like it wasn't even that hard. Cause like no. John Wall's a brick anywhere outside of three feet from the basket and he's also a brick there, so Yo. Honestly, yo, like there's like I don't even care about our defense this series because it's like as long as John Wall's taking twenty shots, you're gonna win the game. I love how much John Wall is controlling the offense as opposed to Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal I feel like can actually hurt the Raptors. Oh but... yeah, Bradley Beal is like legitimately <laughs> like a positive basketball player. Yep. And then John Wall is just like bad Damian Lord. Mm. That's a fact. John Wall's bad, Damian. Yeah, they can't all be Larry, you know? They can't all be playoff Larry. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, I mean, in terms of how JV was used, I thought Casey did a great job of it. Like, when the, yeah. when the Raptors needed more defense down the stretch, they stuck with what worked with Bebe and, and Surge, which is just an absurd amount of rim protection. Oh, my God. Also, I'll, I'll say this one thing. I think JV should play without leg sleeves more because he looks, like, a bit more uh, agile without the leg sleeves. His legs seem a little stronger. 
Mm. Like he doesn't seem like he's land. Like his screens don't seem like they're landing with gimpy knees. It seems like he's like hard knees. So, like he should wear less. He should he shouldn't wear the leg sleeves. On the flip side, I think that's the first time I've seen CJ without leg sleeves all season. Yeah, and that was disgusting. My man, please wear leg sleeves. Okay. Let him be, man. He's got he's got that child to take care of. I, I don't blame CJ for anything now because I'm like, you got a child to take care of. It's <laughs> more important than what's going on here. Um, I'm talking about CJ. If you guys aren't following Lauren Miles, you got to follow Lauren yeah, Miles. She's hilarious. I am Lauren Miles. The best. Next one from Hans Wolf. Assuming the Raptors don't shoot 50% from three again, how confident are you going into game two knowing the Wizards will less be less likely to drop their high three-point percentage given the regular season stats? I really thought people were going to be a little bit more confident than this. What's, but what does this what does this mean? He just thinks that like the, the Wizards are going yeah, to continue R3's to shoot great. Drop and theirs won't. No, our three aren't going to drop and theirs will. Okay. Why though? They weren't even getting good looks. They got like a couple of good looks, maybe like three or four that like he missed that they missed that they were wide open. But so John Wall hit three of their threes. John Wall hit three threes, man. And they're they don't have Jody Meeks. Sure, they yeah. lost a three-point shooter. Bro, can we talk about the fact that Jody Meeks was on steroids and he still averaged like four points a game? Uh, Jody, I think, so back Yo, you could do better than that. If you took steroids, you put, you'd put more than four like, points I up. used to be like big on Lakers Twitter back in the day. Oh, yo. And, yo, on the real, mm-hmm. there was the one tweet that made me die was someone once asked, they were like, yo, dribble, empty gym, dribbling contest. One court, to, one side of the court to the other side of the court. Jody Meeks versus Meta World Peace. Who wins? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, yeah, now that you mention, it, I don't think I've ever seen Jody Meeks dribble. Dog, Jody Meeks can't dribble the basketball. <laughs> Jody Meeks is like Jody Meeks is one of those three point shooters who's known for three point shootings, but three point shooting, but isn't actually a good three point shooter. Bro, I can't believe they have Jody Meeks. Like, look at it. Like, his career three-point percentage is so much lower than you would think it'd be, given on, like, his only skill is three-point shooting. Bro, this man... Like, he's in the same, he's in the same vein as, like, Anthony Anthony Morrow. He's shooting 34%. Wow, that's <laughs> low, man. You think he shoots, like, 41? Yeah, wow, that's low. He doesn't oh. do anything else. He is absolutely useless. He just shoots threes at thirty four percent. Whatever. I'm still happy that they don't have that one less shooter. Like the only the only thing that pissed me off, like Jody Meeks pissed me off so much because on two K twelve or two K thirteen he was on the Lakers, mm. and since he was a similar height to Kobe, he and they're both bald. I'd accident sometimes I'd accidentally pass to Jody <laughs> Meeks and take a fadeaway instead of Kobe. <laughs> oh man, but I mean, like, yo, who who really shot the three poorly, like? Marquise one of four, that's normal. Otto Porter one of three. They don't, they never, yo, they never passed Otto Porter. It's cool. so I, funny, I, I, man. After the game, I was like, man, did Otto play in the second half? Did he get hurt? I had to really ask myself, I'm like, I don't remember seeing Otto Porter. The only get... time I remember seeing Otto Porter is when DeRozan drove on him and then passed a Baca for a three. Yeah. Cause Otto's face was like, ah, oh, shit. No, they, they shot fine. Beal two of six, like, they weren't giving Beal many good looks. Sadaransky, all of one, whatever. Uber one of two. Like I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> this was like a pretty normal Wizards game to me. But <laughs> yeah, they didn't even shoot a lot of threes either. I think the Raptors did a good job with the nine to three point shot. You know, twenty one attempts is is dude, fine. Bradley Beal played forty one minutes and they lost by eight points. Yeah, it's it's pretty tough. Like, are they gonna play in forty five minutes? They might, man. And all right, next one from. Jayanth. 
DeMar seemed to struggle with his shot late in game one. Did the Wizards do something? Oh, my God. Bro, guys, come on. We won game one. These questions are really oh, negative. Okay, so DeMar started the game one for five. Yeah. Just a couple bunny layups and, like, a floater. So uh-huh. that's whatever. And then he closed the game five for 12. So not worried about it. I'm not really worried about it. I think, look, DeMar came like, into the game and... Like, is he just talking about the fourth quarter? I think he missed, like, one or two jumpers. That, that just oh, happens. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Like, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't think too much of it. Anyone can miss two jumpers at the end. Yeah. yeah. Also, John Wall made a layup at the end. So that He had to not be scored, like, without a bucket in the fourth quarter. Bro, shout out. Was, I think he made the layup, and then he, like, was talking shit after making a layup. Yeah, of course. Bro, yes. you just made a layup to cut it to eight points. <laughs> Congrats. With 20 seconds left in the game. After going 3 of 13 from the floor at the rim. <laughs> Dog, that's so bad. John Wall, baby. John Wall, man. John Wall. His career highlight is his John Wall dance that he did. That's I, a great dance. Don't slander that dance, please. That was a great song, bro. You don't understand. You Do you know how many brown weddings I went to in between 2010 and 2012 that I would randomly break that dance out in? It was, it was, it was, it was... Excessive. Okay. It's a great dance. All you gotta do is move your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Flex to the left, put some money in your hand. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, guys, I wouldn't worry about Demar, man. Demar was fine. The, 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 if, I wouldn't worry about Demar if he forced a lot of shots. He didn't force shots. He, he passed it really well. There's no issue there. Um, next one from Karn Sharma. What's the leash on JV for the rest of the series? Seems like Baby and Jakob did a great job on defense. I mean, Bebe and Jakob generally did a great job on defense. I think on this one, she's going to be like, in the first half, they're going to run the regular rotation. Mm-hmm. In the third quarter, they're going to figure out which big's playing, like, working the best, and then that's the guy who gets to ride out the fourth. Yeah, I agree. That's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. That's, that's the nice, that's the nice part about having, like, 12 guys who can play basketball on your team instead of, you know, four. Seriously. You know, the Wizards really have four and a half good players. <laughs> and one and a half is John Wall. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Otto Porter better. John right. Wall spends all game building his last name. <laughs> it's right there. Just <laughs> trying to warn you, bro. Next one from Justin Park. Can we? Can you talk about how the Raptors are the only team in top four in Eastern Conference without a number one draft pick on the roster? Okay, so um, I don't know if this really counts because Kyrie's not even in the playoffs. So, like, yeah. Um, sure. I don't know what this, like, I don't know if that means anything, to be honest. I think, like, we have a good GM. That's all. Yeah. We, have a, we, have a, we have a real GM. Yeah, we, Shout yeah. out to Masai. Shout out to real yeah. GM. But seriously, we have a good GM. Look at look at this roster. Like, who do you think brought you OG Ananobi with the 23rd pick? Who do you think brought you DeLon Wright with the 20th pick? Yo, shout out. CJ Miles 27. Today, um, during the Indiana game. Yeah. People were talking, they were like, yo, imagine if this Indiana roster, if they had done, like, if they did what they did in the offseason, mm-hmm. but then they also didn't draft TJ Leaf. If nice. they drafted anybody other than, like, they could have gotten Kuzma, they could have mm-hmm. gotten OG, mm-hmm. they could have gotten, who else could they have gotten? Even Josh Hart would have done a lot yeah. better. Dog. TJ Leaf. TJ Leaf. Come on, bro. Hey, yo, leave me alone with that shit, bro. Okay, alright. Come on, man. Did you have to? Did you have to? Anyway. You want to talk about the other Leafs? No. No. <laughs> uh, who? Who? What? Um, yeah, I mean, 
we have a good gym. I think that's, that's just that's what it is. You know, he had vision for this team. He put that vision into look at Bebe, right? Like Bebe saved the Raptors in the fourth quarter. You know how we got Bebe? We got him in a trade with John Salmons. John Salmons to the Hawks for Lou Williams, who won six man, and then Bebe, who's on a rookie skill contract. Bro, come on, yo, come on, yo, Masai, you're a god. We got him for an expiring year of John Salmons. And the, and the only reason that contract was worth money was because... We got Norm with Gravis, right? We have Norm with Gravis, Man. along with OG. We got Pirtle with Barniani. <laughs> Yo, this is what I'm saying, man. We have a great GM. All right? We don't need a number one pick. Like, yo, how many players on the Knicks right now are better than uh, Pirtle? Just Chris Stapps. <laughs> I'm serious. Just Chris Stapps. Maybe Enos. Enos is close. You can play Proto and more Senores, you can play, then, then you can play Enos. Also, the guy's name is Enos. 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 Ah, oh, man. I'm not gonna do that. Alright, fair enough. It's my brother. That's true. That's true. Uh, next one from The Marvelous to Chosen. Would you rather see Delon or Fred get more minutes in this series going forward? I don't know. Bonus answer is both. Yeah, both. Both, both yeah. more minutes, alright? Let's see Fred take all of Norm's minutes. I would like to see Fred play minutes this series, actually. That's that's all. It would be nice. Yeah. Would be nice. All right, next one from Revenge Tour Season. Want to know Masai's plan? Nice. I like that handle. Um, Do we see OG start on wall during Game 2 instead of Beal? So did you see that stat that uh, Coop NBA posted? Nah, what was the stat? Uh, so he posted, he was like, um, so he put up, pulled up the stats on um, Wheel... Uh, <laughs> Beal and Wall, mm-hmm. um, and who's guarding them, Lowry or OG. Mm. And, like, the eye test would have said that Lowry shut down Beal and then OG did a good job of Wall. It was actually flipped. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, like, pretty wild. So, like, apparently OG did an amazing job on Beal in the possessions he guarded him, and nice. the Wizards' offense was, like, I think 86.7 mm-hmm. per 100 versus Lowry at, like, 116. Yeah. And then the same was for – and then the flip was true for Wall, where, like, Lowry's possessions on him, he didn't do well, and then OG's possessions on him, Wall scored pretty – Frequently. Now that might just be like wall hit threes on possessions that OG was guarding. Maybe I don't know, but like I don't think they. I, I doubt they start. I think they're just gonna keep it going how it's going. I think the only reason they switched on like the assignment at after halftime was just because Wall was getting his forwards a couple of mismatches uh, against Lowry, and they were just yeah. shooting over Lowry, and so they just wanted to get OG on there instead. So that so, way, if they had to do the switch, it wouldn't be. Yeah. I don't know. It yeah. worked. Second half defense yeah. is better. I, I don't know. I, don't think Man, I, have... I can't. I can't wait till Fred VanVleet like strips John Wall four times in a row, bro. It's gonna be amazing. Oh man, this picture of the fake John Wall. Like, like okay, the, like, the, let's the, be honest. The, how the, much, the, better, the, the how much of... better is John Wall than Delon Wright? Like, if you were to start oh, your team right now, and you had on. to pick a starting point. <laughs> All right, let's put some respect on John Wall. He's he's actually a good player. But I mean. The fact that Delon Wright outplayed him in Game One—that's delicious, man. Is that, is that what it's like to have your your backup point guard outplay your opponent's star point guard? <laughs> I've never had that feeling before, and so many other teams have. Um, yo, this picture of John Wall um, with Amina Hassan's hairline is is, is killing me, man. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, uh, Hans Wolf, what's your advice to enjoying these games? Even through the learned response after many years is to throw up in my mouth after every opposing team run slash loss lead. Look, man. Um, 
the way to enjoy it is honestly like try to distract yourself as much as possible before the game and just have the game happen in isolation. I feel like that helps me personally to keep it more in context. You know, if I'm just like doing other stuff, right? Like I was just like a buddy of mine came over. Uh, we chilled, we listened to music, whatever. We went out, like, we, you know, made some food, whatever. We just chilled, right? And then I was like, all right, I'm going to the bar. And then I, when I get to the bar, that's actually the only time when I actually started fretting about the Raptors. And, you know, it helps when they play well. But seriously, just keep the own, the game into, onto itself uh, as an isolation instead of, like, spending the whole day, like, meditating on how awful the Raptors generally are in the playoffs. Uh, and then go into the game because then it's going to color everything you watch and it's going to spoil it. So just try to let the game be the game itself. And then also, like, man, all that misery makes watching these games, like, really, really enjoyable. Like, when you watch a win, when you see the Raptors win, like, I was ecstatic, man. I was ecstatic. I was hugging everyone in the bar. Like, it was, it, it was, it's a great experience. So I, I don't, I don't know what to say other than just, you know, try to let it be. Because, like, look, as much as I'm, I mean, you know, as much as the Raptors obviously have a lot of history and then the fan base, or whatever, like you know, it's going to take us some time to actually like erase that. Like, if the Raptors have changed and we as fans haven't changed, then we're kind of holding them back a little bit. And our job as fans really is to try to encourage them and influence results positively. And if if we're being super anxious all the time, even if they've changed and they've shown us we've ch- they've changed so many times, it's it's kind of disheartening for. For them to still see the same kind of fretting, because then it it it, it screams we don't trust you still, which yeah. is which is hard, probably hard for the fan for the players to to hear, because the, you know our insecurities are our own, and you know even though they have to carry it, it's not necessarily fair. We should try to limit that a little bit. Yeah, I'll be honest, my strategy like I I don't carry any misery going into games because I'm mm. I've stayed fairly positive about them, uh, mostly because I think it's a pretty loser ass mentality to be like fucking afraid of. Oh my god, we're gonna lose game one. Like, dude, the game hasn't even started and we've been, we won 59 fucking games this year. Like, it's, it's kind, like, I, I find it a little bit overwhelming just how ridiculously negative people are mm. when it comes to the Raptors. It's like, man, like, at what point are you, like, what point are you no longer a fan of this team and just, like, being miserable and just, like, l- putting your misery through the Raptors, which is fine. It's all cool. But it's like, if you want to enjoy these games, like, going to the... Like, now that we've won game one, there's really no reason for you not to be op- optimistic about this team. Like, they've exactly. already shown you that they show up. Exactly. So, you know, like, go in with some confidence. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the worst thing that's going to happen is that they do suck and they lose and then you can feel miserable again. Yeah. But it's fine. Like, nothing's going to happen to you as a fan if that happens. So you don't need to protect yourself. What if we lose? Like, what are you protecting yourself from, man? Like, what misery... Like, the misery of a fan is, like, maybe for, like... Like, it, it'll it just be continual. Like, it's going to go away in time and, as well. Mm. Like, maybe it's different. Like, I grew up, like... I grew up... When I was a kid, like, I grew up a Laker fan. Yeah. When I was, like, six, seven years old and I got to watch three championships. So, like, I grew up with overconfidence where it's, like, you just expect to win. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, yo, here's what's going to happen. The Raptors are probably not going to win every single game against the Wizards. Mm-hmm. So when they do eventually lose one game in this series, like almost all teams do in playoff series, yeah. um, the best thing, like, we're probably going to see a bunch of people calling for Dwayne Casey's job. We're going to see a bunch of people complaining about DeMar, de- complaining about Kyle, just being overall miserable about this team. And... You just got to take a step back and take it in perspective that this stuff happens. Like, how come when LeBron loses game one against the Pacers, we're just all cool with it? Like, yeah, I'll freak out for them, too. My personal way to enjoy all this is, yo, we won game one, so now I'm clowning everybody. Yeah, of course. 
Dog, like, yo, the How can you not take a victory lap? DJ McCollum is a brick fest. <laughs> yo, seriously, I'm slandering everybody for no reason. Yo, I, yo, I, yo, I took a very unnecessary shot at Chris Middleton today, okay? There was a loose ball. Chris Middleton didn't quite know where it was. Al Horford recovered it. He scored a layup. And I tweeted, Chris Middleton, you can't blame him for not coming up with that loose ball because his eyes don't point forward. That was brutal, man. I, <laughs> like, yo, that. I was like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> that, that wasn't necessary. That was just too much. Yo, shout out to Tony Snell in the clutch, getting the ball in the corner with seven seconds left on the clock and just chucking it out of pure fear. Shout out to Malcolm Brogdon for not looking for Giannis whatsoever, deciding to drive and then getting blocked. Yo, the Bucks are hilarious, man. No, but that was the same possession, right? Because Brogdon got blocked. The ball bobbled out. It got to, Oh, that's it, right, got yeah. Snell. Snell thought the shot clock was short. There was oh, seven that's... seconds left on the clock. And Giannis, who worked his ass off to get the ball tipped out to the corner, yep. is just standing there like, man, what the fuck? Pro, poor Giannis, man. Free that like, man. Giannis works so goddamn hard for offensive oh, rebounds. It's just like saving every possession. And know... then he has to watch Tony Snell, Malcolm Brogdon, Dude, and this... like just... Playoff Bledsoe. This man Shout out had... to Playoff Bledsoe. Oh, yo, Bledsoe. Yo, <laughs> looking at these point guards struggle is just giving me so much life, man. Oh, God. Meanwhile, we got on the, the lot right coming side, off the though, bench for 18. Lie, it, like, it would be amazing if the Raptors had, like, guards that were like, you know, Victor Oladipo. True, yeah. No, Victor Oladipo giving no fucks and just, like, dropping 30, a 30-piece 30 on the Cavs. Okay. It's, you know what? I'm less impressed by the 30-piece as so much as I am by the defense, man. Dog, like, the defense was great by Indiana, but, like, dude, Victor Oladipo literally just decided, like, he wasn't even, like, he was making easy shots. Mm. He, dude, he hit a three in the first half in LeBron's eye. Like, he was like, yeah, I'm just going to walk up to LeBron and nail this three in your eye. I think it's man. Yo, also, shout out to LeBron for resting an entire quarter. Yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, you rested the whole first quarter. He just like, I'm not going to take any shots. Bro, <laughs> Gosh, it's the playoffs, it's man. Working. <laughs> Ah, oh, LeBron. Uh, he's still going to win the series, but that, that's, oh, yeah, that's he's, pretty He's going to drop 50 in the next game. I don't know about 50. He's going to average 45 for the series. It's going to be a 7 game. You win. know what, though? Hey, look, if LeBron wants to turn it on this early, fine. Get yourself exhausted then. Dude, don't it's pro- hilarious. Like, when LeBron had to call to the bench in, like, the beginning of the second quarter to get a rest, and I'm like, man, LeBron's tired? Yeah. It's, it's possible. the second quarter of the first game of the playoffs. Yo, PED's expired? What happened? Damn, bro. Yo, Jody Meeks got clocked. Yo, yo, how come it's... Yo, can you explain to me why it's always the most random NBA players that get caught for APDs? Because I sort of got... Nick Calathis, bro. Yo, exactly. That's what I mean. Yo, it's like Nick Calathis. Like, Hito Turkoglu got caught for PDs. Like, it's... Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis after (laughs) it was no longer good. Richard Lewis. Yo, sis, I Josh Howard. Shout out to Josh Howard. (laughs) Got caught with PDs? (laughs) Okay, so this is what happens in the NBA, all right? I probably I'm probably sure everyone's on on some kind of PD, but they yeah, take like they take the the they sort the lead by PER, they go reverse, <laughs> and then they take the 100 list, and then they just like click random. You know, you know, literally got suspended when he had like a negative 3.4 PER. It's, it's always this like is some, one million percent true. Bro, there's never been a like a really good player that got caught for PERs or that got caught for PEDs. <laughs> Jody Meeks catching 25 games. I'm gonna look that up. Dog, imagine taking PEDs and then being as bad as Jody B. That's what I mean, man. <laughs> All right. I'm going to see uh, who 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 got who, who got PED suspensions. These are all fights, man. What am I looking at right now? Jody makes 25 games. Bro, 
Kermit Washington like nearly killed a man and got suspended 26 games. Steven Jackson fought fans and got 30. What kind of PDs are these, man? Good lord. He got half, he got half of the suspension that Gilbert Arenas got. Gilbert Arenas brought guns. Wait, what? He got, so Gilbert Arenas got suspended 50 games. He got suspended for half of that. He got suspended for one gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much money would you bet that John Wall, John Wall called it anonymous to the league? <laughs> yo, John Wall's been trying to get Gortat reported for years. <laughs> John Wall's like, yo, test these motherfuckers. I'm telling you. Yo. <laughs> they juice it. Bro, Mitch McGarry got caught. <laughs> no, yeah, no, Mitch McGarry got, doesn't Mitch McGarry just a uh, marijuana? Oh, was that, oh, that what that was? Yeah, I think that was the marijuana one. Right. Why? Mitch. Why did OKC draft so many big white centers? It's a real weakness for them for a while. Mitch McGarry, bro. That's a great name. Mitch McGarry. Oh, man. Mitch McGarry sounds like he should play center for the Portland Trailblazers. He doesn't? <laughs> is, is, that, is that Collins? Oh, my God. Dog. Man. Portland is an awful team. It's hard to watch. They're a three seed, man. Bro, people were t- talking to me about how... Like, like, yo, Terry Scott should be coach of the AD year. Is literally last year's Raptors Bucks, except that the teams are better quality. Yeah, bro. How are you going to tell me that Terry Stotts is the coach of the year when this man won 48 games with the same team that wins 40, between 40 to 48 games every single year? What do you, what, uh, Damian Lillard, yo, all NBA first team, 36% from three point range. Mm. Assassin, mm. an assassin, my guy. He let, that was, the, I think that was OG the best better. part. During this entire West race, the best part was, it's like, seeds three to ten are like separated by one game, but as soon as a team won and game to the three seed, everybody's talking about how their best player should be an MVP. Because like, oh, Anthony Davis, he's been great this year, should be an MVP conversation. He has the Pelicans in the three seed. It's like, yo, they're a game out of the ninth seed. Yeah, stop lying about that three seed. Like, that three seed means nothing. Um, alright, last question from Eric Forrest. <laughs> Status of FVV. Rotations from this way forward with Bebe playing good versus the Wizards. Well, we already talked about the rotations thing. Van Vliet, I, I think he'll be back for game two, but, you know, probably want to give him a, a bit of extra time, you know? Just, just because. Yeah. In case it's more serious than it is. Dog, we just gotta rest at, rest at FVV till the second round. We don't need him. Mm. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, there's one extra one actually that just came in. Do we want the Pacers in the second round over the Cavs? Uh, <laughs> what kind of question is this, bro? <laughs> Yo, did we, did you see the game against Indiana where we held them to like under 30% shooting? Yo, yeah, that was the game where it was like, all right, second half. Yo, that, that was one of the Raptors. Alright, we're gonna play good for six minutes and win this game by 20. Yeah. I'm gonna look up the. Yo, I'm gonna look up the I exact would, scores I would for that love, game. I would love to play Indiana. I think it would be great. Can you imagine uh, you play Indiana. <laughs> also, because the thing is, Indiana is close enough for us to be able to go down for playoff games. Sure. Yeah. And it would drive down playoff ticket prices. Like I was already happy that the Cavs were the four seed because that means like we had to pay second round ticket prices instead of third round. Mm. So that was nice. But you know. Bro. Yo, I thought the craziest thing I saw was like it was like uh, Yogi. Shout out to Yogi. Yo, uh, shout, out. shout out, shout out, Tigamamba. He put it out. Uh, he, he, you can get he can get lower. He got lower bowl Portland Trailblazer tickets that they're selling off their site for eighty seven dollars. Off their site. 
off their site. That's like, the no Raptors. Nothing. Similar ticket for the Raptors. He said it was three hundred and sixty bucks. That's not a surprise. That's not. A surprise. That's we live in a very expensive city, my friend. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah, Even I mean, with you the conversion, Milton, but, you know. <laughs> Jeez, bro. <sighs> Oh God! Do we want the Pacers? Over Dude, the Pacers last game we played them shot twenty six of eighty seven from the field. Yeah, that's twenty nine percent. I don't care. I would. I would very much be happy with us just sweeping LeBron instead. Because I okay. like here's the thing. I think we're gonna whoop the Cavs as well. I'm not too worried. Oh, bro. I mean, I'm, no, I'm still not there, man. No, you see them? They trash. They could. That's one really game. Good. Bro. Bro, come on. Their offense is going to score more than 80 LeBron points. LeBron was having, LeBron was huffing and puffing over Boyan, uh, freaking, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Boyan Bogdanovich, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, listen, the, the PDs apparently have an expiry date. That's good. It's good to know. 15 years yeah. is a long time, so we all good. Man, that's wild. That's, oh my god, I can't believe how bad that team is. Dude, <laughs> they were trying, they were like, yo, Jordan Clarkson. Mm. <laughs> They're trusting Jordan Clarkson, Jeff Green. Yeah, bro, Jordan Clarkson is not to be trusted, my friend. Dog, I, I, after I watched Jordan Clarkson break his four three off back rim, I was like, yeah, <laughs> we're good, man. Yo, these are Laker castoffs. <laughs> the Lakers looked at these young guys and were like, nah, they're probably not good enough for our team. Yeah, not that the Lakers are great at team management, but still, nah, you guys are okay. Lakers are okay. So far, this Virginia. But usually, right. usually when the Lakers trade a good player, they attach a first round pick with them, or like a. Yeah, that's because that's because that's because you're getting Paul Gasol and you're trading Kwame Brown with a first round pick. Who cares? Ah man, the, that it's hilarious that Paul Gasol is the only Laker from that 2014 team that's still in the playoffs. He's gonna be in the playoffs. Yeah, this is gonna be the last chance. Spurs are ass. Oh, they're so bad. Ass. All right. That's what no, Vitek. Vitek have a question. Oh yeah, Vitek. Who? Vitek. Uh, Vitek. Vitek Poppy two four eight something because he can't get the real handle on Instagram because he's a fraud. <laughs> Vitek Poppy underscore one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are these questions, bro? Why is Assad always on the pod? Stop making Popeye's suggestions. Did you have Popeye's today? No, I didn't, man. Do you see the weather outside? That's true. It's not worth I had, it. I had quick chick delivered to my house. They pay, for, yo. They charge four dollars for delivery, and we call them. Right, my mom hangs up. She's like, I'm not paying four dollars for delivery. I'm like, you see outside? Call, call them back. We call them back. They're like, they're like, oh, it's five dollars for delivery. We're like, you guys just said four bucks. Yo, they like, could, yo, with the weather outside like that, they could hustle you for like ten dollars easily. Don't. And they're like, crap, did we? T- Damn it. Okay, we'll do it for four bucks. I'm like, yes, give me the goddamn food. They're only like a kilometer from the house, which is why I'm like, yo. <laughs> yo, they skied over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bring me this $50 order, please. But yeah. And shout out to Popeyes. I'm going to miss Popeyes. Popeyes. Actually, I'm not. I need to lose weight. I'll be real. Got to get back in the game shape. Got to get into Victor Oladipo shape, though. Yo, as long as you're in, as also, long as you're love fit to for the RR tournament, bro. We're coming back yeah, on these bloggers. Let's go, man. Gonna body, gonna body some people. Yeah. Sasha, Sasha been talking mad trash on the timeline. Who? You talking about Tristan Thompson? Yeah, Tristan Thompson, bro. Mississauga Thompson? Yeah, Mississauga Thompson. Please. <laughs> talking mad trash. Gonna give Dan Reynolds buckets. Gonna watch Will Lou get blocked again. Bro, that didn't happen. Uh, oh, you got you got swatted by Stephen LeBron, bro. Alex, <laughs> Alex put you. Alex, Alex put the brakes on you. I'm like a solid four inches taller than Alex too. <laughs> and he's older, like. 
Oh man, that was that was hard to watch. That was hard to watch. He's, yeah, was, he's, he's the Gortat to my JV. He really is. Honestly, but yo, one thing I gotta say on the Pacers. Yeah, I I would love to see him in the second round because yo, honestly, like the weather's warming up. Victor Oladipo mm. has got an R and B tour to go on, mm. so like, he's not looking to spend too long in the playoffs. Yeah, of course. Like he's gonna beat the Cavs because they picked Anthony Bennett over him, and then he's gonna be like, I right, wrap this up. I gotta go on a tour. Yeah. Check out yo, Victor Oladipo makes made a couple good R and B songs, man. One day is a banger. It I can't, can't, I, bro, I want to tell you to stop making R and B suggestions if, if this is what you're gonna do. <laughs> Dude, at the minimum, it'll teach you how to count. Okay. Counting in R&B songs. Undefeated. Uh, and then the last one, why is Kyle Irie trash in the playoffs? Man, can't even score 12 points. SMH, look at his shooting. Really, Yo, VTech? That's where you're going to end actually the, actually, the thing I'm most scared about is I hope Kyle Lowry doesn't have the same flu that I just had this week because he's going to miss an entire week. God damn it. Yeah. That death flu is no joke. Mm. Kyle, get better, my guy. Please, please, get better. As for the rest of you, just go listen to my Fuzzy style. Yo, Great definitely, song. definitely. That song's a banger, man. It's a real banger. Straight, so good. That's the only first I'm so music happy, I'm so happy Playoff Surge is a thing. Yeah, because that song deserves Playoff Surge. Yeah, I'm gonna also play it right on the podcast. Surge. God damn, Surge is handsome. He's a very handsome man. Man. What, what, what? Man, who sounds a banger, my guy? This is a banger. This is a real banger. Yeah, I just I forgot that this is not the feed of podcast. All right, we're, we're, it's done. It's done. We'll, we'll be back uh, next week. I mean, if you want preview games, I mean, they're all going to be wins. That's all. Okay, so I think on Tuesday, yeah, as a win against the Wizards, I think we're going to win. Yeah. Uh, what's the next game? Uh, Thursday. Thursday. Thursday might be a tight game. Who are we playing? Oh, the Wizards. Yeah, yeah. we're going to we're going to win. win that. Yeah. Might be a tighter one. Mm. Uh, might not get good surge that day. Um, then what's the next game? Sunday. Oh, it's actually Friday. Bro, wow, oh, Friday, we have okay. that much rest? We, you we're can't wrapped. give us that much rest. You can't give Surge. Bro, we played, we played Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday, then Friday. Yo, that is way too much rest to give Surge, man. Well, Two days off between these games. The so we're playing the Wizards on Friday as well? Oh, man, this is a really easy stretch of schedule right now. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Rest and the Wizards. This is great. So we win that. Mm. And then what's the – do we have a game on Sunday or is it Monday? Wait, it was a Sunday game. A Sunday game. Okay, maybe we win that, maybe we lose that. Matters on the timing. Yeah. And then, yo. Are you playing the Wizards? Yeah. Man, this is... Yo, shout out to the schedule makers on this one, man. 3-0 week, baby. 3-0 week, Let's get it. Let's get it. Raptors sweep. (laughs) Bro, we're going to sound so dumb when the Raptors lose two of these and we're freaking (laughs) out. Come back down (laughs) 3-1. All right. All right. Oh, God. All right. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Follow us on at SwartLazers on Twitter. Um, And, you know, wish them well, man. Tell them to get better. All right. He's he's sick. That's all. All right. Peace. All right. Peace. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on. How amazing is that? 
In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.